save me, O Lord, for the holy man has ceased. Wisdom. The reading is from the Acts of the Apostles. Let us be attentive. In those days, as we apostles were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by soothsaying. She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she did for many days. But Paul was annoyed and turned and said to the Spirit, I charge you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said to them, These men are Judeans, and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs which is not lawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd then joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, changing, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. But about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners who were with them were listening also. Then suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains and fetters were unfastened. When the jailer awoke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. But Paul cried out with a loud voice, Do not harm yourselves, for we are all present. And he called for the lights, and the jailer rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas, and brought them out, and said to them, O men, what must I do to be saved? And he said to him, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved you and your household. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him 
and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds. And the jailer was baptized at once with all his family. Then he brought them up into his house and set food before them. And he rejoiced with all his household that he had believed in God. hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is Holy Gospel according to St. John. Let us be attentive. At that time, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be made manifest in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night comes when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. As he said this, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and anointed the man's eyes with the clay, saying to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. The neighbors and those who had seen him before as a beggar said, Is not this the man who used to sit and beg? Some said, it is he. Others said, no, but he is like him. He said, I am the man. They said to him, then how were your eyes opened? He answered, the man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees a man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. The Pharisees again asked him how he had received this, his sight. And he said to them, He put clay on my eyes and I washed and I see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, How can a man who is a sinner do such signs? There was a division among them. So they again said to the blind man, What do you say about him, since he has opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. The Jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them, Is this your son, who you say was born blind? How then does he now see? 
His parents answered, We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know, nor do we know who opened his eyes. Ask him, he is of age. He will speak for himself. His parents said this because they feared the Jews, for the Jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess him to be the Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. Therefore, his parents said, he is of age, ask him. So for the second time, they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give God the praise. We know this man is a sinner. He answered, Whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I know, that though I was blind, now I see. They said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I have told you already, and you would not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? Do you, want to, want, you, do you too want to become his disciples? And they reviled him, saying, You are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he comes from. The man answered, Why, this is a marvel. You do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. We know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, God listens to him. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could, not, he could do nothing. They answered him, You were born in utter sin, and would you teach us? And they cast him out. Jesus heard that they had cast him out, and having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who speaks to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Glory to you, Lord. Glory to In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Christ is risen. Truly is risen. The article begins, She was perhaps the greatest scape cow in history. We don't know if her name was Daisy, Madeline, or Gwendolyn. Each name has been suggested. But Mrs. O'Leary's cow was blamed for the 1871 Great Chicago Fire that left every third resident of that city homeless. Carried by strong winds through wooden structures, the fire burned for three days and took the lives of nearly 300 people. For years, many believed the fire began when that cow knocked over a lantern left burning in a shed. But after further investigation, 126 years later, 
the city's committee on police and fire passed a resolution exonerating the cow and her owners, suggesting that the activities of a neighbor warranted examination. Now in more recent times, that is in 1983, three teenagers were arrested for the murder of a 14-year-old. According to the news reports, the younger teen was shot because of his athletic jacket. Sentenced to life in prison, the three spent 36 years behind bars before evidence surfaced that revealed their innocence. Another man had committed the crime, and before the judge released them as free men, he issued an apology. Now, brothers and sisters in Christ, God often takes his time to right the wrongs of this life. And Holy Scripture acknowledges how difficult this can be for us. For example, the refrain, How long, O Lord, eos pote, is repeated four times in Psalm 12 by King David. He cries out and says, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Even in the last book of the Bible, the apocalypse, the martyrs cry out from beneath the altar in heaven saying the same thing. How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. Revelation 6.10. And in the middle of his lament of Psalm 12, after four, how long, O Lords, David finds reason for faith and hope. And he says, finally, but I trust in your unfailing love, O Lord. My heart rejoices in your salvation. Even when his intervention and his action is delayed. If we trust in him, like David, and rejoice in his blessed timing, God's love will never fail us, and he will justify us in the end. For those who endure and persevere until the end will be saved, said the Lord Jesus, Matthew 24, 13. And when speaking about true, deep, an authentic trust in God, St. Simeon, new theologian, wrote, to have faith in Christ means that we should bear all our daily trials and that may bring us sorrow, distress, or unhappiness and bear them patiently for as long as God wishes and until he comes to visit us. For it is said, I waited upon the Lord and he came to me. Let us take, for example, the man in this morning's gospel reading. For many years, even into adulthood, this man had no sight, even no eyes themselves, according to St. John Chrysostom. We can certainly imagine him saying, how long, O Lord, until I can see? How long, O Lord, until you reveal to me why? Why? 
I am like this. Or even looking back to a couple Sundays ago, a man who was paralytic for 38 years and could not get into the pool to partake of its healing waters, and when on occasion the waters were stirred up by an angel, he too, justifiably, could have cried out, how long, O Lord, must I wait for someone to help me into the pool? How long, O Lord, must I remain paralyzed? I am sure that each one of us, to a degree, can identify with all of these people in their circumstances. The three falsely accused teenagers, the blind man, the lame man, and even the innocent cow. We might say, how long, O Lord, must I suffer? How long, O Lord, until I find a job? How long, O Lord, until you prove my innocence? How long, O Lord, until you reveal yourself to me? How long, O Lord, will my sinful passions rule over me? How long, O Lord, must I endure all this? Remember those martyred souls in heaven, beneath the altar table, seeking justice for their blood? Well, the scripture says the following after recording the cries of their voices, and it says, Then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer, until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren would be killed as they were, until the number was completed. Revelation 6:11. The patient endurance of these saints is rewarded as they are clothed in glorious robes, and they are told to rest a while longer, that is, patiently wait upon the Lord, for he will right every wrong in his providential timing and according to his own righteousness. For those who endure and persevere until the end will be saved. And so, my brethren, when we next catch ourselves running out of patience, frustrated, and calling out to God, how long, O Lord, let us bring to mind David and how he himself realized that all things will be rectified in God's time. And like the prophet we also should then cry out, but I trust in your unfailing love, O Lord, my heart rejoices in your salvation. And to the God of righteousness and of truth be the power and the glory forevermore. Amen. Amen. Christ is risen. Let me stand at this time. And grant